Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence. And it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. And uh, here we are. Star Wars! Star Wars! <laughs> it's a Star War. Yes. We saw Star Wars today. Yeah, let's go see Star Wars today. Um, no spoilers. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with spoilers, but and we'll talk about it in a second. I just wanted to maybe do some quick housekeeping, housekeeping up front. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, as far as this episode that we're releasing, it's going to be our last episode of the year. Because yes. we're going to take the rest of the time off to, you know, just do the holidays and stuff. Yeah. And when we get back, the plan would be to regularly regularly produce and uh, air release shows. Yeah, like we should have been doing the like, whole time. The whole time, which we, you know, we try to do and we've been having a rough go of it, I guess, recently just trying to put everything in order on a regular schedule. And it's tough. Because, you know, it has. We're busy, you know, we're, we're trying to do all these other things, you know, and it's hard, you know, to, you know, sit down, read a comic. I mean, it's not hard. No, it's just, there's been a lot of life shit going on lately. So, you know, I recently had a death in the family and, and, you know, there's all that shit going on. So, yeah. So we're just going to take it, you know, we're going to, the originally the plan my plan was to do a biweekly podcast, which I never really was open to doing. But I've kind of reconsidered that recently. Uh-huh. And because the reason why you do a weekly podcast is because you do it for sales and you do it for, you know, re, you know, just loyalty and just stuff like that. And I've always been a big prone of that. But I think given the way that things were kind of getting crazy, you know, we were just like, maybe we should kind of dial it back. But after upon further inspection, you know, I think if we release a show on Fridays, uh, you know, when we record on a certain day every week. And give me some time to actually put the show together and put it out and have it ready to go when it's supposed to go. That'll be better. So, yeah. And, and I say, and I, I feel the only reason why I kind of go into this is because I feel bad about for folks that listen to the show every week, you know, or when and we're just jacking off on the schedule, basically. Yeah, and it's not you know it's not fair to you guys. So I guess you know we're gonna take you know take the rest of the we're year good, off. Our New Year's resolution is that we're gonna be try to be better. Yeah, no, definitely, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna I think we can keep to that. I think that's very possible. So, um, but yeah, just wanted to run that up, run that you know run that by you guys the first uh, up the top of the show here. So, uh, but let's get into we literally well here's the thing within four twelve to fourteen hours I think right I would say. What? From like last night until this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We watched not, you know, we will for the first we're back to back. So we, we started off watching Marriage Story on Netflix because that movie is probably going to be nominated for a bunch of Oscars and shit. Yep. And, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about it. And basically, you know, it's Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson having a crazy, having a shit marriage and trying to fucking deal with it. It is one of those movies that it's like... It's very well written. It's very well acted. Blah blah blah. It's just not for me. Yeah, and I mean, it's act- fine. The performances are great. It's just, the performances are very good. They, just, these are people doing what they do very well. Immediately after that, yeah, <laughs> yes, we were sitting around within like five minutes. Within five minutes, we we're just like, oh, what else on Netflix? And I, I you know, and the Irishman is up there, which mm. is almost Scorsese. four hours long. For Martin Scorsese's four-hour, almost four-hour film about that time Robert De Niro was Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, I was just like, did you not know any Irish people? Anyway. It was really uh, frustrating because just I okay, I realize it's based on a book. Uh-huh. It is based on the so-called memoir of some guy who said he was the trigger man for all of these things. It's not true. Yeah. It's all embellished. Whatever. I get it's based on the book. I hear you paint houses. I see it at Second and Charles all the time. I've never bought it. So it's I get surprising it. considering it's a you know it's a crime murder yeah because I knew it's full of shit that's why I haven't bought it I'm like oh yeah it's not true um, so yes I understand because the guy who wrote it is Irish I get it but at the same time I'm like did you not know any Irish people any Irish actors I can name a whole bunch of them 
<laughs> but it, that whatever it's it's fine it's good uh it's very long i think i agree with a lot of people who've been saying it should have been maybe broken up into a couple episodes like a series yeah well shot well acted joe pesci's great in it joe pesci's really good he's really good in it like you know because i'm so used to seeing joe pesci being joe pesci in other places yeah i'm not really a where joe he's pesci like drama yeah no but he's very good in this movie yeah um a lot, a lot of prosthetics you know a lot of age makeup or yeah al pacino did same thing again another did you not know any irish actor well jimmy hoffa wait well jimmy hoffa no that's why there's that whole big thing is spoiler alert where, where uh he calls tony pro you people okay because he's not italian and that's when he comes with that's the whole thing is jimmy hoffa's not that whole thing he's like all oh, these fucking people blah, blah blah that's why he says it's a slur and they get in this huge so fight jimmy hoffa wasn't italian apparently i don't believe he was i thought he was irish well, I, don't, I don't know i i don't know hoffa you know ended of all i don't know it does but yeah that was that whole reason he got so fucking mad at him good movie a lot of you know just good performances and everything but super long yeah. And it's one of those things we knew into going into it that was going to be a super long movie. But for some reason, we opted to watch it all the way through in one sitting like a bunch of maniacs. Yeah. No, Jimmy Hoffa's mother was of Irish descent. Okay. Yeah. But of course, Al Pacino, very much an Italian man. <laughs> My people. Right? <laughs> I think the weird, like the de-aging wasn't even that bad for either one of them because they did do that. And they did it for Joe Pesci, too. And I kind of liked it when they got older and I was like, oh, they look like themselves again. Uh, but the weirdest part for me is that they gave, even if it was contacts, they gave Robert De Niro blue eyes. Yeah. And it creeped me the fuck out because weird. they were so obviously not real. It, that weirded me out, especially at the beginning of the movie until I got used to it. So anyway, it was good. It was a good movie. It's very long, but we watched the entire thing. The last hour of it is them killing Jimmy Hoffa or supposedly yeah. killing Jimmy supposedly Hoffa. killing John, Jimmy, Jimmy Hoffa. It's like, but it's also the there's so much of this like, Jimmy, I'm trying to tell you something. And he's like, I don't care. With his he's like, I got a great ass. Yeah, he's like, pretty much. Just no, no, no. Listen to me. There's you're being you're gonna die yeah dude you gotta break fuck that da, da, da. there's also um he kind of s- tries to do this at least towards i feel at the beginning he almost has like a jimmy hoffa-esque accent that he's kind of trying to do where only sometimes does he get into that gravelly al pacino and then by the end he's completely just al pacino but right yeah, yeah. okay no that's yeah. right he's trying to act one way and then he just all of a sudden he's like he's like fuck it i'm gonna die yeah <laughs> then you get that like raw that al pacino <laughs> yeah because right because towards the end when, when they put him in the car yeah and they're taking him to go you know, get shot or whatever yeah, spoilers just, for the irishman but yeah i mean whatever i mean I'm, yeah whatever it's just yeah, yeah. people die i mean yeah everybody just, knows jimmy hoffa actually died <laughs> like that's just the thing well, it's, there's he, the real man jimmy hoffa died there's a fr- it's funny. is dead there's a part where at the end where he's talking to this nurse and, yes you know, and she plays somebody oh god what's her character's name she's in orange is the new black oh is she yeah and i can't remember what her character's name is she's the one who fucks the guard anyway go ahead so he so, so the nurse is like you know he's you, you know robert de niro's with this nurse you know and he's sitting there looking through some pictures and he's like hey check out this picture and she's he's like you know who that is and she's like no and he's like that's jimmy hoffa you know yeah and she's like I, I, oh jimmy hoffa and he's like you don't know he's like you don't know but it's like it's one of those things where i don't even know who jimmy hoffa really was only reason why you know who jimmy hoffa is because a lot of times you'll be watching like tv at least for somebody from our generation and they reference you reference it it's like oh it was like when you were talking about like you lose something and it's like and you know like oh well, i'll find jimmy hoffa's body before yeah that. yes and i didn't even know i was just like jimmy hoffa's a guy that died i didn't know he was actually did anything i knew what i knew about jimmy hoffa was he was a union leader I thought way earlier than at least, you know, I thought he died way before like Nixon and people are like, he donated to Nixon's campaign. I'm like, wait, wasn't he already dead? Yeah, actually that's because I always thought I always, yeah, so did I. So I I knew that Jimmy Hoffa was a union leader that died and there were, there's talk that he got offed by the mob. That's literally all I knew about Jimmy Hoffa. So, but then they're like showing him and it's like fucking like almost the eighties and he's walking around and I'm like, I thought he was dead 
like years before this, yeah, like why decades. It, it takes forever to kill him. It takes for I like every single time I'm like, okay, he's got to be getting killed soon, right? And I'm like, oh my god, he lasts it's to the like end of the movie. Every day up until he gets killed, it's like you're gonna die soon. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, are we gonna kill Jimmy Hoffa today? No. Okay. <laughs> are we gonna are we gonna pour him in the cement i i they gave like a why you've never found jimmy hoffa's body explanation i like the idea that he's like buried under like cement or well, buried in a fucking thing. football buried, field somewhere under, like giant stadium or yeah something. in a stadium <laughs> i like that story better oh yeah well anyways yeah watch the- oh but there is something that i there's some parts in there in that are funny and they're meant to be funny. Like, there's a part where he's just like, yeah, this is where I threw all my guns. And it, like, pans down into this river where there's just nothing but guns. Yeah, well, because he cuts And that's head. fucking funny. Well, it's because he says, he's like, he has like, yeah, that's usually where people throw their guns. And he just... It's like, throw- the spot everybody threw their guns. It's like, it's just nothing but guns in the river. <laughs> that was funny. I actually would love if they just dragged the river and also just come up with, like, a, like a net full of guns. They, they like- would have. Like, all right let's see what we got here the other thing that i really liked is every once in a while it would be like here's a guy a new person oh, we're yeah. being introduced and it would pop up with like how they died and usually it was in the most horrific it would be like eight shots to the face in 1982 and I, was like, yeah. I thought that was funny i enjoyed that it's interesting because because they're based on real people. They sometimes sometimes they'll say it about those people, and sometimes they'll like. Sometimes they won't. They won't, but usually it's because they might show how they're gonna die anyways. It's either that, or or they just died of old age. They got to be old men. Well, there was that one guy that was just like, "Hey, he was a good guy, and he died." died of natural causes people were sad it's like shot in the head 80 times there's the other one like died by nail bomb or the other guy the nail bomb guy also uh yeah and also like just a lot of you know just a lot to say because i was i was watching the movie i'm kind of reading up on it there's just like a lot of stuff that just obviously didn't happen the way it actually happened of course you know yeah dramatization you know like the pride of levity entertainment sebastian maniscalco oh he got he got he got fucking owned by de niro but that didn't really happen that way not that the actor but the the guy guy he was playing i forgot the guy was playing crazy joe or whatever his name is crazy joe debola (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, no, it was, but whatever, it's it's good, you know. I mean, just I guess don't watch it all. I in one was gonna sitting. say, don't watch it all in one sitting. Maybe break it up a little bit, but it's definitely worth a watch because well, there are some good performances in there well, for sure. The thing was, so we after we watched that movie, <laughs> we, we, we wrap up watching it like like one thirty. Yep, but this, in the morning. But the thing was, is that had we not made the plans we made earlier it would be fine so yeah we had decided to go see and we had decided this on like friday so we decided that we were going to go see star wars every of course it's all fucking sold out so the showing that we could get tickets to and i don't mind because we've done this before was a sunday morning 8 a.m showing uh-huh. Which usually I don't care, especially if you go to like Alamo. Like Shazam like that, I think, right? Yeah, we saw a couple of them. Like we've seen a few of them. Yeah, like that. Just because I don't mind going that early, it's kind of a little bit slower. Not as many people, and I can just sit there and drink coffee, and I'm, I'm kind of happy about it. So we were like, "Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that." So we get like Sunday morning tickets for eight a.m., but we had been up watching the Irishman until like fucking one thirty in the morning and then neither one of us could sleep yeah i don't know i couldn't sleep because it was one of those things were in my head and normally i don't have that problem because Me i've either. done this before usually i just pass out well usually usually you're you're well asleep like oh i can sleep anywhere in any position on any surface yeah see i'm the opposite of that. i li- i mean i could sleep standing up if i gave it a shot if i gave it the old college try i could figure it out i've actually fell asleep with my eyes open I can do that. Yeah, I can. It's, I can Which is great. I believe it. But no, I mean, like, literally, I can sleep anywhere. And, like, not even that. I will sit down. I'll lay down usually. And two minutes later, I'm out. Oh, yeah. No, you're. you're I'm crazy. out. You, you, you crash hard. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I really do. Sleep hard. I, the gym, the gym, the gym, I really do. Yeah. But I have a trouble doing that. And so it was one of these things where we watched this movie and we tried to go to sleep and I couldn't sleep. And it felt like one of those things where, like, you were up all night, yeah, and you were drinking, and, and we weren't. But we weren't. I, I didn't have. I had like we had a glass of wine at dinner, and dinner was at like three o'clock. We went to my mom's house. Yeah, and that's it. And then we went home. I think I did have a white claw. 
No, I think that was the night before. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I think I was. I, I think I unclaw. I was unclawed. Yeah, no, we went to Second and Charles. Yeah. Walked around for a while. Then we came home and like watched a bajillion movies. Right, and then just like yeah, really. But I woke up and I was just like, I don't know if I could do it. Like I was something about like the my physiology at that moment. Yeah, was not jiving and i remember telling you that i was like well, maybe we could just you know reschedule it and see if we can get the money back or whatever and i did try to do that but i couldn't get a refund because i l- literally tried to do it at like 702 oh and they were like oh it's you know less than an hour till your movie starts no you can't do it that way that being the case um so we went with the very last second you're because you're, you were like i can do this and I was yeah like, well if you could do it i could do it yeah so we went and we watched a star war mm-hmm I am a very basic Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I don't really dive into the the intricacies and follow all those things about the movies that pe- a lot of people do. Yes. Which I have I have other things I do. Of course you do. Oh, 100%. I have no wrestling for that. Yeah, I do too. I have a lot of stuff like the X-Files. Like I get into that minutia like hardcore. But when it comes to Star Wars, there are things I enjoy that I watch, but I am not – I would not say I'm a Star Wars fan fan like a serious one in any sort of way i just enjoy them on like a casual basis well the furthest thing that i go outside of that the, the typical movie realm yeah of is watching the mandalorian and the mandalorian i really enjoy mandalorian is, i really like the mandalorian a lot and it was one of those things where it wasn't like i picked up on it we picked up on it after everybody started watching it i think we were kind of like all right we'll watch this probably because we hate movies was watching yeah. it we were and, like, oh it would be cool we can watch along with it it's, and they're it's, gonna do reviews of it it's, you know it's a half hour show whatever but turns out to be really good so. Yeah, I I've liked it so much more than I thought I was going to like it. Um I just really enjoy and we've talked about this before, but I just really enjoy that we're not doing these huge like oh my god the universe is at stake blah 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 stuff it's just like this is just a dude living in this world uh-huh. and this is what's happening yeah i like that in his world and i really enjoy that so yeah anyway go ahead but then also like i play the lego games or yes. at least the, the the last one they the one that most recent one i played was the uh, force awakens game uh-huh which i mean saying the lego games are just fun and i'll probably get the next one that's coming out i think soon i just don't really get into it so we're not you're not gonna get that kind of analysis here it's definitely not no so no. that being said uh because i've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it mm-hmm. people saying it's like i can't believe this is this is how it's ending blah 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 and there's some people who are just like i really liked it and i'm more on the side of as long as it's not boring i'm going to enjoy it yeah and i i will say there is a benefit to watching those movies in a theater than watching them at home if you haven't already seen them. Sure. Like, obviously, like, I think, I can't remember if I saw all the re-releases of the original trilogy in the theater. I did not. I I definitely know I only saw at least one. I don't think I saw... Me and Benny went. Yeah, I didn't see any of the original trilogy in the theater, and I think I may have only seen one of the prequels. I think I saw all the prequels. In the theater. And then I've seen these last three in the yeah. theater. No, I've definitely seen all the prequels in the theater because it was one of those things where it's just like, well, I guess I'll just go see the prequels. You know, yeah. The movie, it's Star Wars, yeah. whatever. But it never, you know, none of those, the prequels, to be honest, like, never I don't care. stayed with me. Yeah, no, I don't. I rarely remember them. And then I'll see, like, clips of them. And I'm like, oh, that's right. That was fucking weird. Yeah. Like, I just, we just watched, uh, because we hate movies, you know, we yeah. watched, uh, they, they did, uh, they have a, like a ongoing uh, doc, like a watch along with the with the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So we watched that, and you know, so I got to watch that again. But I haven't seen. So I had that's the thing. It's like I I didn't see. I saw we saw Force Awakens in the theater, mm-hmm. and we didn't see Last Jedi in the theater. No, we saw that. We watched it here at home. Same, same yeah. Thing with, same thing with Rogue One. Same thing with Solo. Yeah. That's true. We didn't see either one of those in the theater. Because I've just what I'm saying. I just don't have the interest. And there was one of those things where I think Last Jedi. Well, we know what it was. Everybody was so angry about Last Jedi, and not that I did that necessarily dissuaded me, but it was just one of those things where it's like, ah, you know what? I don't need to get involved with this. Uh, right I now. again, and this is the same thing. This is how I feel about the the one we saw today. I didn't hate it. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. It's not, it wasn't but boring. that's yeah, it wasn't boring. And that's how I kind of feel about these, because, again, I'm a casual Star Wars fan. So I'm not super invested in what's happening. So I can't really give you like the best analysis. Uh, slight spoiler. You might want to go ahead. 30 seconds. The only thing that pissed me off was the whole 
everybody has to be fucking related to somebody else. We know if you've listened to the show, you know, that's my fucking soapbox. Yeah, I hate that across any property in fiction. I'm tired of it. I'm so fucking tired that everybody has to be goddamn related to somebody else. But that has been how many times have I complained about that? I, about oh, uh, here, comic books. When it comes to like DC stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. Everybody's related. Just how everything like you know, like was it metal? Like DC, like metal. Dark Knight's metal ties into Bruce Wayne. And the Wayne yeah, and, like, and come it, on. see, and that really Does upsets me. To? Exactly. That's what made me put that down. That's something that I'm, I've been doing a lot more comic book reading. Uh-huh. Uh More so even for the show because. I got the DC Universe app. I will say this because I literally uh, just a couple, you know, maybe an hour or two before this, I decided to try out the Marvel Universe app. Mm-hmm. DC Universe, way better. Really? Yeah. As Interesting. Far as, like, like sort. Well, as far as like sorting things. Oh, user the, experience, like the user UI, the interface. Interesting. Way better. So I Interesting. think I'm, I'm wondering how much I'm going to get out of this Marvel one because I only set up. For, I'm glad I only signed up for the month to month. Yeah, because then you can cancel it. I think I might. I might give it maybe a month or two, and then maybe get out of it because I don't really know if I enjoy it as much but the way that the DC one is you can set up like these kind of make your own playlists which you you can kind of do that in the Marvel one but not as one, good the DC one is much easier so I've been doing a lot more reading and I've been reading all of these um like these storylines mm-hmm. big DC storylines like uh right now I'm kind of going through crisis but I'm actually since because of the app and they have a lot of these issues yeah you can read all of these episodes, all the books leading up to Crisis, where the Monitor appears, and you kind of get like this idea of like what's going on leading up into this, you know, to this big event, right? But thing like Crisis and a thing like uh, like Millennium, uh, like Invasion, yeah, you know, like all these storylines, like even Armageddon and Armageddon two thousand one in a way, like a lot of these storylines from like the eighties and the nineties, they didn't necessarily have to tie in to like Batman bullshit or Superman yep. bullshit. Like Superman had his shit going on. Batman had his shit going on. Right. But it wasn't like, well, here's this thing that, you know, like a, you know, now it all ties into Batman, you know, for some reason. It's right. Like, it was like, you know, like a thing like Invasion is like, oh, here's some aliens and they're 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 just fucking aliens. Fucking killing, you know, they're beating up metahumans or whatever it is and this is how it's going to go. It's not tied into all this bullshit. I kind of appreciate that. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that that always upsets me anywhere. I just kind of feel like we're, we're at the point where it's like, and then he was so-and-so's father or yeah. whatever. I'm like, you know what? And that man turned out to be floppity flute. Exactly. And I'm like, you know what? There, you, and I've said it so many times, my God, I hate to repeat myself. You do not need to have important parents to do something of consequence with your life. For fuck's sake, I'm so tired of seeing that. Yeah, right. Um, I can't tell you how tired I am of seeing it. So I really wish we would step away from that, like as a, a you know, storytelling culture in general yeah. and just stop with the you're only important if your parents did something important bullshit yeah so anyway so that that pissed me off because you know that's my that's a trigger issue for me i just get all upset and angry about it yeah because i'm like god damn it more um, you know morally or not morally but we have like no ideas left in storytelling if we have to default to that literally with every franchise right i uh but yeah i mean look it's it's fine it's fine it's a fine movie i didn't get the impression that like they're leaving leaving all these things on i mean untouched or whatever there i'm sure there are but it doesn't bother me because it was a very the ending was very epic yeah you know and it ends and it kind of we got a big battle ends where the whole series begins yes when you think about it and that's something that i you always they always talk about in movies it's like you should end or you should you know you should end the movie where you began so right but your character should be changed some you know you should show that there was growth and whatever yeah and so but i think then i think they do that yeah you know, at least with this new with this new trilogy and everything and perfectly fine with it yeah uh, yeah i don't have the the vitriol that everybody else is going to have for it you know and stuff but you know i mean maybe i'll have to watch some people that i trust i didn't even really feel the runtime to be honest with you no i guess not there's, so, there's parts where i it got a little bit slow to me because i actually went okay. to the bathroom yeah i remember you did that like, you're like oh we're like, still here <laughs> it's like oh, all right i guess we're here yeah know, but but also too this is something that 
was significant to you know significant to me for all intents and purposes the last of a trilogy you know of a nine part series yeah of Star Wars that started back in the seventies it started back in nineteen seventy seven yeah and it's gone through a lot of changes a lot of things have changed you know a lot of things have become written out or added in sure but that being said you know we've reached the end of this you know it's kind of like watching like Infinity War. Yeah, or, it's we're at the end because it's like you know you we you know we had all these movies over the past ten years yeah and now we're at the end yeah and you know now it's like now we got to start something new and, so. and and that's really exciting you know I'd love to see what the next step is for this I hope it's maybe it's a lot more small stuff kind of like the Mandalorian where you know small as in we're not talking about saving the whole fucking universe blah 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 we're just talking about like characters living within this universe yeah I just want to see those stories like, and honestly, like, if there's that'd a, be awesome if the Mandalorian was a movie it would be f- great be just as great oh yeah but, I mean it's just like just the idea of just doing something like that it's like you can't knock that I just think that's a that's a I just like that idea. I like that when because I'm always the kind of guy, as you know, when it comes to character characters and shit like that. Like I'm always into like the stuff that isn't always going isn't always being focused on. Yeah. To I want I like finding out about that. Something like the Mandalorian and hopefully maybe whatever direction they're going in with the Star Wars yeah. franchise going forward, maybe focus on that. That's cool with me. Oh, definitely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, if we, we get... don't need to do, so do prequels. I think prequels are something that's a little bit... <sighs> yeah. Out. Like, I feel like, I feel like that's like with the Black Widow. Like, I thought that was supposed to be like a prequel at first, but... It's definitely set before she dies. Well, it's where she di- but it's not set before where she's like, you know, trying to figure out, like, she's learning how to become a star. Oh, no, 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 no. It's it's like, she's already doing her thing, and I think she's already a member of the Avengers. She just has to, like, go do some family shit. Yeah, like, it's in between, like, these movies. Yeah, so if maybe it's like, this takes place at the same time as Ragnarok does, or something, you know? Yeah. Um, which is actually what I liked about which, Ragnarok, because it was kind of like, yeah, here's a Thor movie, you know? Yeah, he's doing something different. You know, we don't, yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll tie it in with some other stuff, but we don't have to tie it in with everything. Yeah. You know, because it's going on a completely different part of the universe. Oh, absolutely. That doesn't have anything to do with what the fuck's going on on Earth and all these other places. So, yeah. And I think that's something I appreciate. But I'm trying to think, was there something else that we want? I to saw up? like a blurb that I kind of wanted to bring up. And I only skimmed this. And I feel like maybe I should look it up uh, before we talk about it. But something about how there's going to be a new Robin and it's going to be the Joker. In, oh, yeah. In like some new comic story. Yeah, I could technically be reading it, but I'm not. Uh... Well, we're actually reading a Batman book today. So. We are going to read a Batman book today. Uh, he does not have the Joker in it, which is surprising because apparently you can't do anything Batman related these days well, without thing. fucking Joker in it. Well, that's a fucking thing. And this is another fucking thing I can get on my soapbox. It's all they do is rely <laughs> on the same shit. That's why when like that's... Bane came along and broke Batman's back. Yeah, really, it's fucking like, cool. It really set things on, you know, really change the dynamic for batman and for people paying attention to it because it's like oh shit batman got his back broken right oh my god there's this guy who's this guy you know right it's not just the you know the joker being like hey you know it's me the joker it's me Uh, the joker i'm here to do something you know it's like it's there there can be a lot of fatigue with stuff like that and i i realize you know there's a lot of reasons that people go back to the well of these characters you know because obviously of name recognition and people buy it blah, blah blah and then there's also the thing of like you know if you are working for you know, a big two publisher like Marvel or DC and you create a character like a Harley Quinn that becomes a huge fucking hit. You don't own that character. DC owns that character. You know, you get to be credited as the creator, but you're not going to get like, you know, the, the money and shit that you would if you actually own that character. So I get that that's why we use the same characters over and over again in different iterations. I understand that. That makes sense, yeah. I totally get it. But I'm just kind of over the Joker but, right now. But it's also like you don't have to use the same characters. Like there's all there's so ca- many like, Batman villains. Oh my god! We're always jerking off about how many Batman villains there are. It's like yeah, okay, great. Why don't you use some yeah. of these different ones? <laughs> Where's Kite Man when you need him? Or whatever. A fucking uh, Maxi Zeus. You brought him up today. Yeah, because uh, well, because yeah, yeah, because we were talking about which is stuff that we're definitely gonna do on the show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a well to go to. Oh yeah. There's so to many to, to tie into and just, you could do it. You just don't have to be so fucking. Yeah. We don't have to go with Joker every single time. There's so many other characters we could use. Yeah. 
Um, I did read because apparently there's another uh, Martian Manhunter Maxi series they're doing. Ooh, neat. And I, I did because the thing about the DC app is that all that shit, all that new shit that like, you know, you go to the store and you kind of see, you know, go to the comic book store and you'd be like, oh man, this is that, what's this? Okay, whatever. You know, you mm. don't really know if you want to try it. You don't know if Right, because you don't know if you want to spend like four bucks on it or yeah, whatever. You spend four or five bucks on a book that, you you know, is just going to end up in your pile. That you might not like. But the app just lets you see this new stuff and you could make the decision of whether or not you want to follow through with it. And we have it for a year. That's cool. And as far as I'm concerned, it's already paid for itself. Yeah. Uh, considering the amount of trades and single issues that I would be hunting down just to read all this stuff. And now, I mean, not that I wouldn't want to own that stuff, but it's easier for me to kind of scratch that itch when I need to. Well, it's also kind of one of those things that I feel like it gives you an opportunity to really explore something. Yeah. To be like, oh man, I do like this. I'm going to hunt it down and I'm, I want to buy it in trade or, you know, a well, sing- I'm going to go get put it on my pull list or something. It actually gives you the opportunity to give something a try. Almost like going to library yeah um before you commit to it yeah no i'll say that but, but so they read the master manhunter one and basically it's like they're re they re, they're rebooting it in a way and this is i mean i might be having a, a way that i'm not explaining it properly but they're kind of trying to make him into like vic Mackey on mars Vic Mackey. Oh, okay. So I've I mean, never seen the shield. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, basically there's like a, a element of like they're flashing back. Well, first of all, yeah, there's your flash. You, there's parts of it where you're flashing back to Mars and his life on Mars. And he's basically a, you know, John mm-hmm. is basically a police officer. Right. But he's kind of crooked and there's shit going on there. And then you're kind of juxtaposing that between him going to, or you're living on Earth, and he apparently lives in Colorado somewhere. Neat. Everybody's, I've been noticing comic books really like to use Denver and Colorado a lot. It's because they can just put stuff in the mountains and be like, this is it, right? Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, I was reading. Put a mountain. I was reading, like, an Infinity Inc. from, like, the 80s. It was part of this uh, uh, crisis thing. And, you know, they're in Denver farting around. And I'm like, okay, why are we always in Denver? You know, I, I felt like, you know, it's great to be a part of the DCU. You know? <laughs> we <laughs> but, exist. So they're doing that and they're talking about him and like, you know, basically like, you know, he's starting out as this officer and, you know, like he's on Earth and then like he ends up revealing himself to being a Martian to his partner who didn't know after he's been on Earth for a while. But at one point, uh, you do get to see Martian Manhunter fuck. Ooh, Martian Manhunter fucks. He fucks. His, yeah, he fucks his wife in the kitchen. Um, That's right, John. You go for it. But it's not fucking like you think. It's Martian fucking. Is she a Martian? Well, yeah, because he's no, because he's uh, it's because this is when they're on Mars. Oh, 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 sorry, I thought we were talking about oh, like no, yeah, he, we yeah. were going between Earth and Mars. No, we, we, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, I should have this So we're back. On I Mars was confused. For the, for the fucking yeah, I mean he's, I mean I'm not to say he doesn't maybe he doesn't get it wet in the in the, hey you know he's a shapeshifter he could shapeshift that he dick sh- yeah he's yeah shapeshifting that D <laughs> <laughs> I can shift into Ron Jeremy or whatever I'm. Big Dave Batista. Okay. Actually, that'd be great. Actually, that'd be great. Actually, John as Big Dave as John. Hey, that'd be cool. Because he's already good, used to being painted in green. That's right. He's used to that body makeup. God damn. Yeah. Let's, bring, let's get Dave over to DC Universe. He can't, he can't have that many franchises. No, he yes, he can. <laughs> is he joining the Fast Five? I know he's already in like, the Bond shit. He already did one of those. Oh, that I don't know. But there's some of that going on in this book. And I've only read the first issue. And I don't know if I'm going to keep going on with it because I got a lot of... I don't know. John's fucking, so... But yeah, but John's... I mean, you can see some Martian fucking. Woo! I mean, it's not like, you know, like Vertigo Comics kind of Martian, but you, you the, the implication is clear. As <laughs> because of the implication? On. Because of the implication. Yeah. You know, he's fucking in his Martian kitchen. Good for him. Uh, so, and I'm always saying, big, big, we're big John Marks here on the show. So. Oh, yeah. I love Martian. I think John's getting, doing something cool. You know, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. And uh, I'm going to... Always enjoying Martians that fuck. <laughs> Martians that fuck. <laughs> so... Uh, it's our new conspiracy theory podcast. It's just about aliens and then if they fuck or not. Is this turning into a very, like, 
conspiracy kind of podcast, I think, because we're talking about aliens that fuck. We're talking about Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) Jimmy Hoffa actually did probably, all right, I'm going to say probably did get killed by the mafia. Let's be fucking honest here. Yeah, let's just be honest. I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory or just like an unproven fact. Or maybe he was a Martian. (laughs) Or maybe he was a Martian who apparently fucked. He's a person that maybe that fucked his way back up to space. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's like, he's like, I'm a Martian now. I'm using my Martian cock. Oh, yikes. <laughs> now I'm scared. Oh, no. Al Pacino as John Jones in... Martian cock? Martian cock. DC's, DC's Martian cock. Hey, bro. as long as the Joker's not in it, I'm there. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's keep the Joker out. <laughs> You know, as long as the goddamn Joker doesn't show up, you know what? I'm happy. Let's get a, let's get a, let's get ourselves a Vertigo crazy style kind of movie going on. Yeah. With uh with Mark with John Jones. And, yeah, yeah. Because you, you know you know Al Pacino might maybe Al Pacino's thinking about getting into the to the universes. Well, I mean, it pays well. I mean, that's what he needs. I was gonna say I don't think I, Al Pacino's doing all right. I got <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> just for some reason, I'm just in the mood to do Pacinos. All right, fair enough. Uh, trying to hold the microwave <laughs> When you're screaming Pacino. I'm just not screaming Pacinos. Screaming Pacinos. I like that. That's really funny. I like that. I like it's like a, a punk band that now. That's like a good band. It just, does. Just screaming Pacinos, and it's like just a bunch of sl- guys with slick back hair. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I'm in a mm. punk band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd pay good money to see Al Pacino in a punk band. Shout out to the screen Pacinos before we get Mohawk place. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's take you guys. Do you have anything you want to say? No, I'm good. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our book for this week. Justice League International. Blah ha ha podcast. A new monthly show chronicling the adventures of the JLI era by Keith Giffen and J.M. DeMatteis. We'll be going issue by issue in release order, tackling the core Justice League title, Justice League Europe, and the quarterly book. Along the way, we'll take time out for special episodes covering various spin-offs, cartoon appearances, the infamous TV pilot, and much more. So join me in an ever-changing roster of guest hosts as we celebrate your favorite JLI members, such as... Martian Manhunter. Batman. Doctor Fate. Black Canary. Fire. Ice. Maxwell Lord. Oberon. Captain Marvel. Rocket Red. Captain Atom. Mr. Miracle. Guy Gardner, Booster Gold, Blue Beetle, Nort, and many, many more. Justice League International, Blah Ha Ha Podcast, part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Want to make something of it? All right, we're back here in our worst collection ever with our book for this week. It is yet again another holiday theme. Xmas. We're trying, you know, trying to appreciate the uh, holiday. Sure. Unfortunately, we're not going to get to a Hanukkah book. Maybe next year. But today, it is Sunday when we're recording this. It is the first day of Hanukkah. If you celebrate, happy Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, happy holidays. Uh, Happy holidays in general. Happy Kwanzaa. uh, Happy winter solstice. Solstice, Christmas. Uh, If you don't celebrate, happy whatever. You know, whatever you celebrate, happy that. Yeah, happy that. Happy that. So we're going to do another holiday book because, and this is actually one that I I pulled out because I was going through our books again Mm -hmm. to kind of make some room and just kind of see what we don't. Do and do do and do not need right the physical stuff, and uh, made some room. And you know, I went through some of this series, and I was like, "Oh, we should do this." For- yes. So, uh, Batman: Legends of the Dark Knight, number seventy nine, from January nineteen ninety six. And this one on the cover, it says "Favorite Things," uh, written by Mark Millar. So we're we're uh, we're rocking that this this one. Yep. And uh, basically, it's a pretty cool cover. It's like a snowing, and but on the main focus is a wreath, mm-hmm. and in the middle of it is Batman. And the wreath is on fire. Well, the wreath is on fire, but mostly Batman is on fire. Oh, yeah, that's true. The wreath is on fire because Batman is in the middle of it, and he's on fire. Batman is on fire. Batman on fire. That bat is on fire. Yeah, yeah okay. We'll stop. <laughs> So, uh, yes, favorite things is a story. We start off Batman 
flying through the yeah so Gotham. it's gotham it's christmas time there's snow uh we got a, a lot of just uh panels with no words in them people walking down the street snow falling streets whatever and then we get to batman just like fucking flying like a lunatic down the streets of gotham and he's talking to alfred on his little calm thing yeah and he's saying something like so apparently there was a party at the wayne man yep Probably a holiday party at good old Wayne Manor. And for all them rich people. Something, so, you know, Wayne Manor got ripped off somehow. Yeah, apparently there was a break in at Wayne Manor that the people at the party are somehow not aware of. I mean, I guess uh, I mean, because there's a, pretty big. Well, that's true. So he's like, hey, Alfred, did anybody notice that I left? And Alfred's like, nah, I just told him he went upstairs to fuck a blonde. Yeah. Uh, so don't worry about it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, so Bruce Wayne fucks. Batman never fucks. Bruce Wayne fucking all the time. Uh, Batman fucked. I know. It's a joke. Um, Batman fucks. Bra- Batman does fuck, just not enough. <laughs> so, so um, dear DC, Batman doesn't fuck enough. <laughs> dear Jeff Johns, dear Jeff Johns, I am writing to tell you that I do not believe that Batman fucks enough. These are the reasons why. <laughs> In issue number blah blah, he should have been fucking. Page one of one hundred. <laughs> it's like a tweet but it's just like in a, in a like letter form well, and it's like, like he's using a banker box full of banker <laughs> and it's just like the whole thing is like jeff this is for you and he's like it's like a forage binder just all bound together it's got like diagrams and shit <laughs> oh diagrams yeah like little this is where batman could <laughs> have fucked diagrams? yeah i'm just putting arrows <laughs> in this pre- in my ted talk i will explain <laughs> I think, t- think that would be a very well attended TED Talk. Uh, damn straight. Dude, that'd get me into Comic-Con anyway, for I free. Think so. shit. You probably, well, actually, what they would do, because it's kind of wholesome, so they might put oh. you like, in a, like, like one of those bars on the Gaslight District. Oh, yeah. Do I get? Do I still get to get into Comic-Con for free, though? I think you probably get in, because like, oh, you know, she's bringing a lot of people into San Diego. Yeah, nobody would be coming to San Diego if not for Jed. Oh, town, that woman to talk about Batman's dings in here. <laughs> okay, uh, so yeah so he's like well somebody he's like well alfred you know i gotta do the it isn't alfred like hey shouldn't we call the police or something he's like she's yeah, he's kind of trying to do this logically and he batman's like no i need to get whatever it is back. yeah he's like so they broke into my house and they took it and i need it back and everybody's like what's it i don't know you're not gonna find out to the end doesn't matter Batman is all pissed off and he has to find this thing that was taken from Wayne Manor. Well, here's the thing. So he goes to a... Uh, he goes to a club. He goes to a club. Which very well attended for what I assume is Christmas Eve-ish. Yeah, doesn't yeah. really say. It doesn't have to be Christmas. Christmas time. So it's near... Maybe it's like the 23rd. But he Batman goes, I've been to several clubs tonight. So he's been club hopping. Yeah. He's been to uh, that club where... Uh, <laughs> club 96 club, club, club 96 yeah that, that's a joke for anybody who watches drag race okay. which is nobody listening to this podcast and then that one club i don't know what the, i can't remember the name of the club but when uh, uh, Br- uh gordon went to the punk show oh yeah and that punk club yeah and he arrested everybody for daring to mosh yeah, oh yeah so he comes in so batman comes in and he's like i've been to all these clubs you may have heard the ambulances <laughs> and he's asking for a guy named eddie mulligan and then eddie mulligan says played by robert de niro it's <laughs> oh, right. an Irish guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm looking at Eddie Mulligan. Guy. Just imagine Robin Hood like. Hey, uh, so he asks for Eddie Mulligan. Eddie Mulligan's there. Uh, Batman takes him into the bathroom. Oh yeah. And he's like, "Hey, I need to find uh, whoever's robbing rich houses." Yeah. Uh, and he's like, dude, I don't know. I swear on my mother, I don't know who that is. He's like, your mother's been dead since you were four. And he shoves this dude's head into a yeah. goddamn toilet. Batman gives this guy an honest to goodness swirling. He does. <laughs> and he, he, he dunks this guy. Our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Ba- ba- Batman's a, yeah, he ain't fucking around. Nope. He's a, he's a good man. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, Great. He's dunking dudes. He's <laughs> dunking donuts. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's, he's getting shit done. He's getting shit done. So, um, and then we get a report. Um, is this uh, this is Gordon? Yeah. Oh yeah. There apparently somebody at the same time firebombed the museum. Oh, that's right. So they firebombed museum, and but Gordon is not police chief in this one. There's another guy. 
Is he not? Oh, because he leave? Isn't there a note at the end? Right. Well, yeah. Because the Dark Knight is kind of like it's outside of regular continuity. Well, the regular continuity. Not that they don't have continuity, because like know that they'll like tie in like certain like. Sure, but it's not like straight. It's not like the Batman book, or you know. So basically, uh, Batman or uh, Gordon's like, all right. Well, apparently, there's this group who worship the Joker. Yes. And but this, not, but they don't, but they just, cause they like the cast. He does. So they call themselves the joy boy. Yeah, actually, which is a great fucking name. Uh, joy boy, but also it's, um, they kind of bring this idea back in Batman beyond because you have a whole gang, mm. uh, running around Gotham. that call themselves the jokers. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like the movie Joker. <laughs> Kind of like the movie Joker, yeah. Kind of like that, too, so... But uh, I feel I like the way Batman Beyond did it better, but personal, oh, personal opinion, anyway. So, yeah, so... So, yeah. Yeah, there, there's this shit going on. You know, there's this going on, and, you know, whoever... Like, it's actually always see if... I think we always see if uh, him... Of who? Uh, Commi- uh, Commissioner Gordon? Gordon, yeah. Yeah. So then we jump over to this... Uh, well, it looks to be like a peep show. Yeah. There's this woman getting into a cab who apparently... Is blind. Is blind, but she also works at this peep show. Yeah. And so she has some flowers with her and she's getting into this cab. And Cabby's like, whoa, Trish? Yeah, Patricia. Yeah. Tabitha, I'm sorry. Tabitha. Uh, oh, those are really nice flowers. And she's like, oh, they're from the Batman. Batman sent me flowers because he wants some information about this gang apparently this woman because she doesn't because because she's blind but she has good ears as she says Hmm. she is able to pick up on this stuff going on whilst at this in the seedy places that she works works at that she can hear about sure this business sure okay yeah whatever so that as that as they're talking and all of a sudden here comes the joy boys right and uh they're all dressed in these joker masks and the cabbie we live in society yeah we do live in a society wait who got shot in the joker was it albert no it was robert de niro Niro. yeah that's right Ah. robert de niro got shot irishman got shot in in that movie oh no anyway continue so uh, i'm just thinking about mark Barron in that movie oh that's right mark Barron who gets billing but like has two scenes maybe fourth billing and he has like nothing to do well there's really not that many people in that movie in general it really is kind of a sparse movie anyway so it's it's just mostly like joaquin phoenix just doing weird tai chi yeah tai chi random dancing (laughs) yeah so um yeah and so basically these uh lady you know these uh Joy boys. Thugs, they, yeah, they, they grab this woman and they start roughing her up because they're like, hey, you know, yeah. you, uh, you obviously have some sort of connection to Batman or something. Yeah. And so then, of course, Batman shows up. That's right. And my favorite, favorite thing happens in this one. Uh, one of the Joker kids like tries to run away and Batman just goes, Batmobile, finish it or something. He goes, Batmobile, finish the job. Finish the job. And then all you see is this dude getting mowed down by the Batmobile. You see him from after he's been hit. Yeah. He's going to land on his fucking head. Oh, yeah. And he's screaming. And this blind woman says to Batman, she goes, oh, my God, that scream. Is he OK? Batman's like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it I, was. I, he said it was a glancing blow. I was like, bullshit. That guy went. How do you know? Was he within eyesight of it, or is it just, or maybe was it parked in the alley? Which, how do you not know when you're when you're doing a mugging and you're in this alley to look for the Batmobile? The fucking bat, then the Batmobile, fucking Batmobile pulls up in the alley. (laughs) It's not the same. It's not like you know, like you could sneak in like a bike or a car or something like that. It's the fucking Batmobile. Yep. Pulling up in an alley, yep. and just like, oh, I guess we should continue to rob. Continue to do our <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, you know, the Batmobile just mows over. This I mean, like mows this dude out. He goes ass over tea kettle. <laughs> like this guy is just—he's dead. There's no way this guy is not dead. It's kind of like that thing where it's like, you know, Batman just kind of incapacitates. But you know, yeah. let's be honest, this guy's not—he's uh, not good shit. No, this guy's going to be in the hospital for. 
at least six months if he lives. That will be all finished. Yeah, and so he, and the woman's just like, oh my god, that scream is he still alive? Batman's was like, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, thanks, Batman. And he's like, oh, let's. And then it's like this really weird scene where like, he's kind of like where he's like weirdly flirting with her, but like flirting with her in the way that like young men flirt with older women, like grandmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, here you go, grandma. Let's tuck this. Rose behind your ear, don't you look beautiful? It's like she's, that she's, kind of flirting. It's fucking blind, weird. She's blind, so she's like, she's like, do I look pretty, Batman? He's like, you look pretty. He's like, you look better than that. You look beautiful. You look beautiful. And he like puts the like a flower behind oh, her that's ear. Right, he puts a flower in her ear. But it's like that same like condescending like I'm a young man talking to an old woman. It's like, it's like when you open windows, I I, 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 I see somebody does they open a door, you know, and they're like. You know, when there's an old, you know, the older woman's behind them, and you, you know, and somebody's just like, "Oh, I gotta let these younger women go." Uh huh. Age, oh, age before, or whatever. You yeah. Know, it's also that kind of like when you know you introduce like the mother introduces the daughter's like, "Oh, I thought you were sisters." You're like, "Fuck, you did not." Well, that's that's exactly. It's like that. I'm flirting. Please like me. Shit. Well, that's kind of <laughs> reminds me. Not not exactly like this, but it kind of reminds me in the Marriage Story. Yeah. With Adam Driver. <gasps> And the mom, and Julie Haggerty, yeah, 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 yeah. Jo- Scarlett Johansson's mom, and it's like this thing where like he's got this really like weird, weird relationship with the mother-in-law because he's like, she's like, oh, we really like hanging out with him, but you know, we might still do that after you to divorce him, and it's like, no, nah. yeah, and it's right, and kind of rightfully so. I mean, you can do what you want, but like, she's like, she's like, no, that's weird, don't do that. Yeah, I mean. In this one, it's a little bit different because it's like, well, obviously they have a kid together, but like the okay. mother in the marriage story is just hanging out with the other daughter's ex-boyfriend. They like get lunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. She mentions that too. And it's just, it's, it's weird. And you that, know, that's a little weird. Comes in and he starts like picking her up. Yeah. He like, like served. He's pick- like, oh, my favorite mother-in-law. Yeah. He's like, gee, mom, I'm going to pick you. And she's like, oh my God, I'm going to pick you up too. And I was like, oh my God. Like I'm horrified by this. Just because I would be, hor- I would be terribly uncomfortable because as we you know uh i am a never nude i am also a never touch <laughs> don't fucking touch me <laughs> like you know what i mean i'm touching you right now oh no oh god it's happening <laughs> never nude never touch no touchy the jen stansfield story never nude never touch yep oh, that's boy. it boy <laughs> It's like that scene in uh, uh, Emperor's New Groove. He's like, no touchy. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. So anyway, so he gets, you know, he gets information from her about this these deals going on here. Yeah. Because apparently she's she got the scoop. Is this where he goes to the apartment or is that later? No, that's at the end. Okay. So he goes, so we get uh, Rob. He's talking to Alfred again. He's like, all right, well, I need to find these guys called the Chessmen. Yeah. Because these are the guys that are doing this gimmick yeah so he's driving along and we actually i kind of like the shot of the the bat cave because you got oh you got your dinosaur because you got steve wayne steve wayne Wayne. giant penny you got uh just a bunch of the stalactites and stalagmites going on yeah it's kind of neat oh and alfred's like when was the last time you slept sir and he was like i had a nap and he's like what he's like like four days ago i would just love it like an uh, a Batman who like actually ate food and took naps because this he dude eat, he does eat a sandwich in that one uh, yeah Kevin Smith book but it's so like it's such a trope that Batman's always like I can't eat I'm too busy or whatever and I'm like dude this guy is burning like all the fucking calories he needs to be like pounding whole chickens all the time and yeah. sleeping we well, need to also have a lot of water because you get dehydrated yeah dude this guy is like a serious like, Pedialyte or something I mean this guy's like a serious athlete basically uh-huh. like he has to keep his body like that that would be like wrestlers just being like i don't eat or like any olympic olympic athlete just being like yeah i don't ever eat well that's the thing like, and expecting their body to still perform at some sort of peak condition would be like the pro wrestlers like they mean they work their ass off in the ring and they get their this you know this exercise and they get this conditioning in the ring every night but they have to like eat and like yeah drink lots of water of course and, you know, just keep themselves maintained well anybody who's a serious athlete has to do that yeah. that's why i'm always so like batman's always like no I, i'm too busy to eat and i can't sleep and i'm like dude he can't possibly perform at this level without any sort of sustenance or sleep so batman's like he's like i gotta get it back so this is where i thought this is again this is where i thought this was uh gordon is this gordon 
Well, the Jordan's commissioner. He's talking about a chief. So I think oh, it, it is. Okay, so Gordon's still commissioner, and then he's talking to this wash something. It starts with a W. Who's this dude? Wait, here? he no, yeah. Batman leaves this guy a note at the end. Okay, yeah, we'll get to there. Okay, but he talks. He's talking to Gordon. And he's like, "Hey, so I need to find these chessmen." And he's like, "Well, no, uh, there's a hostage situation going on." At oh, that's right. Yeah, because it is. Yeah, it's Jim. He calls him Jim. Yeah, sorry, so Jim. He goes to uh, wherever this is. Looks like Ace Chemical or whatever. Yeah, and one of these guys has a hostage. These chessmen have a hostage. They already. You know, attacked a police officer or whatever. And these guys are basically like this gang who have like crowns on their tattooed on their head and they got colored hairs. Yeah, I, I kind of feel they were going for like a hip chess piece. Yeah, because like some of them type because one of them's called King. One of them calls a rook. Yeah, and I'm just like, I mean, if you're gonna do it, go fucking whole hog and make it ridiculously silly. Yeah. So and so Batman jumps in. No, it's Ye- Yeats. Yeats. That's his Yates. name. Yeats. Well, it's not Yeats because it's like Y E A T. So it's like Yeats. Like yeet this pussy into the sun. Yeet. <laughs> like Daniel. I'm gonna yeet you into the sun. <laughs> like like Daniel Radford oh, said. <laughs> Talking about Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeeted. Yeet. That's a thing the kids say. It is a thing the kids say. Um, I'm too old to understand. Batman's like, I'm gonna yeet you. I'm gonna yeet your ass into the sun. <laughs> just gonna, I'm gonna yeet you with this car. Is that a thing that can happen? I don't know how to use yeet. Batman definitely yeeted that guy with the Batmobile. He's like Batman. He's like Batmobile. Yeet, yeeted. <laughs> oh, that guy got yeeted. That guy got yeeted. I, by the I would love to actually look up the meaning of this word to make sure we're using it correctly. Uh, Batman, Batman actually renamed the Batmobile the Yeetmobile. <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> Batman's like, I got, I got to start connecting with this younger audience. The Batmobile is now the Yeetmobile. Some Yeet people. With <laughs> oh, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make what sense. What does it mean? It says I don't give a fuck. Well, I guess that's kind of well, that's kind of what he did. Yeah, he yeeted the fuck out of that guy. He's like, I don't give a fuck about you. Pow. What does Yeet mean? Are you spelling it right? Yes. We're Y E E T. Yeet. Why did know? Because this guy's spelling Y E A T. Well, that isn't correct. No, that's just the name. Uh, yeet meaning simply a way to express excitement. Oh, Batman definitely is excited for yeeting people with the Batmobile. <laughs> yeet, man. Yeah, I, I have a feeling there's a different meaning that I don't understand we're, because we're probably saying he's like a horrible. Probably uh, because I'm not cool enough uh, or young enough. To truly understand, so okay, you know man. what, it will happen to you. <laughs> that Somebody, I used to be with it, and then they changed what it was. <laughs> now it is scary. It's scary yeah. to me. And it will happen to you. And he was right. <laughs> He's one hundred percent right. Can... Anyway, somebody's, somebody's listening to the show and they're like, "Okay, boomers." Uh, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So, uh, so fair. Batman, anyway, so Batman fair comes in to eat the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> he, he throws some gas bombs. He's he's yelling too. He's oh, like, yeah. I mean, Batman's really mad that somebody stole something from him. Oh yeah. He's very upset. I re- it's one of those like you don't usually see Batman that driven to figure something out unless he's really pissed off. Uh-huh. Uh, this is like the level of him like trying to get even with Hush in Batman Hush or even Heart of Hush, where he's just like ah. Like that sort of like driven craziness, um, and this is just over something very silly, which we'll see at the end. Can we can we get a story that was just Batman yeet? <laughs> and it's just, yes, and it's like oh man, it's just Batman just crazy, sure, crazier, just yeah, fucking throwing yeah. people off roofs and shit, roofs, 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 rooftops. Yes, Batman. Our uh, well, here's okay. So he's, he's he comes in, he starts laying waste to this group, and then he. I, didn't, I know that he can do this, but I don't quite... He doesn't really do it very often. Mm. He summons the bats. Oh, yeah. He doesn't do this very often, but he can do it. He can do it, but he summons the bats to come and, you know... Do, do bat things. And this is where he kind of basically... He basically just, uh, you know, gets the king, gets the leader of the group, who has a Scotty Too Hottie hair. Uh, this, is, this is a stupid you got Batman oh yeah Batman, and you got this idiot with this haircut. The, this guy's haircut this it's like is a, it's like a celery stalk going straight up it's like a it's a new wave band that just never made it it's not even new wave it's like like just a fucking 
skater asshole. Well, not even skater yeah. asshole. I was just just a, like a like. A, I could see your the. Nine, f- I could see the flock rocking that flock I of seagulls. Flock of seagull. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you got a lot. Of, it definitely feels like a mid nineties. Oh yeah. Dipshit kind of haircut. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, hey, he's like, he's like, where do you where did you stash all this stuff? Ah. Why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? And then Batman. Uh, so he he apprehends this guy or whatever, and he ties them all up, and the cops come up. And this is where he leaves this note for Mister Yeet. Mister Yeet, and he's like, act like a police chief, not a publicity hound, Yeets, or I'll have to act. Or or I'll have to act. I won't always have more urgent business. I'm emphasizing because yeah, yeah, because he underlined. Yeah, he does that. Uh, <laughs> business like tonight, and he just signs it B. Yes, I personally like it when he signs it with the bat symbol, but I'll take a B. Yeah, you know, he's in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. So B. He really is. He's got to find that thing somebody stole from him. So yeah, he's basically like, hey, police chief, why don't you actually like do your jobs? Yeah, and so and the police chief's actually like, yeah, if the media shows up, like tell them about the heroic cops or some yeah, shit. Clearly, uh, so whatever Batman said, you know, he doesn't want to get run over by the Batmobile. Is really, and I don't blame him. I wouldn't want to get run over by the Batmobile either. He doesn't want to be like, if he, if he, well, if this guy's name is Yeats, so you might get hit with the Batman. You might yell, you might yell me. <laughs> so uh, Batman goes. So now all of a sudden we're at the end of this, and Batman goes to a hovel, a, a dilapidated apartment of I don't some even... guy who is staring out the window. Just some guy with a mullet who's staring out the window. And there's two young boys with him. Two young boys staring at a TV uh, with an old school antenna on top. It's a very tiny TV. Very tiny. And they're all looking like they're freezing. Yeah, it also kind of looks like this guy just has the window open or maybe there's no glass. Glass? I, it... I think there is. I think it's closed. I think he's just staring out of it. Maybe it's just really drafty. Yeah, he comes in and Batman, he knows Batman's there and he's like, I knew you'd come. I've waited here for two days. Thank God it's over. And Batman's like... What? So he's like, he's like, you've been holding these stolen goods. Yeah, now, like, I don't even know who this guy is. He doesn't even no, say it, name. And I don't think this guy has a name. Okay. He's just guy who was holding stolen goods. He didn't steal them. He was just holding them. And he's like, yeah, I know, Batman. I'm sorry. I, I was holding this stuff for these guys. But the stuff is gone. And I can tell you where it went. But I'm the person who called the cops in the first place because I knew it was wrong. And, Bat- the money and Batman's like, well, what, why'd you do it? He's like, well, because I needed the money. Obviously, he's like, my kids need fucking food. And we're starving. Uh, this city is a goddamn nightmare. Etc. Etc. And he's like, "Please, Batman, I'll never do it again. Just don't take me to jail because these kids have nowhere else to go." And so Batman's like, "Okay." He just goes, "Okay, just don't do it again." And he walks out. The guy turns around, and there is a huge wad of cash, a stack of cash. That it's a it's a a bankroll that could. It's a bank. Yeah, it's a bankroll. Just a bankroll, just a fat stack. He's like, "Yeet this." Yeah. So, so Batman leaves him a bunch of money. So now we go find out what it is that Batman that got stolen, and Alfred's like, "Yeah, they stole a train from me." Yeah, they stole the last gift his parents ever gave him, which is a fucking toy train. A toy train, which was set up in his old bedroom. Yes, because like it's a good thing it wasn't his new bedroom. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the one he sleeps in every day. Where it's they might have stole that thing that he hangs upside down on. <laughs> That's true. But it's walked out with and that. It, it, like, it, like, I need that. It, it would have been like that. You know, I sleep in a race car bed <laughs> from The Simpsons. Hey, oh. you think this guy might be Batman? He's got a bat bed <laughs> shaped like a bat. It says above it, "I'm Batman." It's like you want to see my race car bed? He's like, no, I sleep in the bed with my wife. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and he's like, look, you know, we got everything here. And finally, I think Batman goes to sleep. Yep, Batman goes to sleep. Because yeah, he's actually playing with this. So the scene is, let me set the scene here. So Batman is playing with his toy train. All he's wearing is his tights. Yeah, he's wearing the, the bottom half of the, his outfit. The bottom half of his outfit, no shirt, whatever. And he's like kneeling in the middle of this like train set. Yeah. And Al- and it's all there's no lights on, of course. God forbid we turn on a light. And Alfred's like, "Oh yes, Master Bruce." And he's just like, like, like a little kid, like in the middle of this train set with well, yeah, no shirt on. He's, like, just kind he's of on his knees. Style right here. Well, in this one where he's like on his knees. Yeah. And uh, basically, yeah, he's like, he's like, Master Wayne, go to bed. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'll go to bed. Good call. So this Alfred. Was the first time that Batman slept. Since I don't know, uh, a million days, God knows when. A million days, but uh, finally went to bed. Yeah, and uh, that is it. 
for this story. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight number 79 from January 1996. Christmas. Xmas. Xmas book. Would you want to read the next issue of uh, Legends of the Dark Knight? I could probably read the next issue. These are always a little bit fun. I'll be honest. I've never really, like, as you know, you're the, of the, between the two of us, you're the more of the Batman fan between the both of us. That is true, yes. Uh, not that I, I don't have anything as Batman, I just, it's not, I don't. He's not your thing. He's not my thing. Gotcha. As much. But I do really like these, the more contained stories. That's the thing. I like that they're contained. The, I mean, then there's definitely some of those that are like, you know, six books or whatever. Yeah, um, I mean, but, they have, well, they, but these are stories where it's like, yeah, because the Bloods of the Dark Knight, like they have like, uh, what was the one called? Venom? Yeah. Where it's like a story, but it's not like it's this big sweeping epic, like a Nightfall yes. or a Night Quest or yep. whatever, you know, or something that you feel like you, I mean, not that every Batman thing is like that, but however, it feels like it's, a bit outside of the usual bullshit that's going on. Yeah, which is why I like it. So it's like, because they mentioned the Joker here, but Joker's not showing up, doesn't show up. Thank God. You know, you just got a bunch of goons that look like the Joker, and you got these other guys, and, you know, Batman's beating them up, and he gets his train back. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's looking for a train. He's looking for a train. You know, and he does. So, so that's all he wants. Yeah, so I'm, I'm down with this, and I'm actually, I might, because we have a lot of these. Yeah. I might actually really dig into some of these and see why I can get on the app, too. Because uh, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of these. Pro- probably made the whole runs up might be on the app. But, oh, probably. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually digging it. Kind of, I was actually glad, glad I read this because I just was like, kind of really piqued my interest. Yeah. More in this book. Also, Shadow of the Bat. Yes. Also a fun one. There's another one that's like that, and I know that I think that one might be a bit more in continuity, mm-hmm. but there's an issue that I did read of that recently that we're gonna do for the show where Batman. Uh, responds to a roadie of a rock band being killed. Neat. And it's got something to do. It, it's it's freaking wild. And I think you might actually, I think you're going to get a kick out of it. Okay. Because uh, I, I forgot why I looked it up. Because there was something. Because it's about a roadie getting killed? I, maybe that. Or there was something in there that like, like there was a character or somebody that I was like, pay, I had, a, I was, I wanted to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know if that there was any mention of that, but it just ended up being this kind of wild issue. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's it for this week's show. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, most of all, happy holidays. Please have a safe Christmas and a safe New Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back most likely uh, the not next week but the week after on a friday mm-hmm. so we'll make something we'll pull something on the facebook too so you can tell everybody that if, if you guys have little listening parties and stuff which some people do sure maybe they do i mean i know that you and i will listen to we hate movies together yeah i mean you know. if there's if two people can be called a listening party that's a party <laughs> it's always a party at this place Having a party you can't see you definitely can't see it so, but uh yeah but if you I don't know, tell, tell people you know i mean because as always please leave a rating and review and tell your friends and of course find us on twitter and instagram i'm at angry hero sean and i'm at jen stansfield on twitter and instagram you can find us on facebook worst collection ever and email the show worst collection ever at gmail.com and uh yeah once again happy holidays happy new year and uh thank you guys for everything this year we uh, really appreciate all of the folks out here that listen and uh Talk with us on the social media. It's a lot of fun. Here's hoping to a better 2020 for all. Yes. Then 2019, uh, fingers crossed. That's yeah. all we can say at this point. Let's, let's, get, let's have a good next one. Okay. Yeah. So once again, folks, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next year. Bye. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye.